Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Kia ora, welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes with DailyStraits.com. Our guest today is Bridget Jackson, the founder of Equal Access, a divorce service based out of Auckland, New Zealand. She started her business online in November 2018 following a personal experience of having navigated her own divorce. Besides being an entrepreneur, Bridget is also a qualified lawyer and is now a divorce and settlement strategist, a CDC certified divorce separation coach with a postgraduate in dispute resolution qualification. And, and on top of that, she's also a certified mediator. So today we're going to talk uh, to Bridget on why she decided to start such a service and all things related to her consultancy business. Hi, Bridget. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for the privilege of chatting to you today. I'm really excited. Awesome. Great. Uh, so let's right, uh, dive right into the question. In a nutshell, you're pretty famous in uh, New Zealand. because Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, when we Googled you, there were a lot of articles. So um, basically, uh, Equal Access is only three years old, uh, give and take. So how did it get its start? Well, I went through a high conflict divorce myself that lasted, that took five years to settle, cost me half a million dollars. And on top of that, the emotional toll was huge. I've got four children as well. And I thought there's got to be a better way of doing this and a more positive way. And I thought with my background, with being a qualified lawyer, being an entrepreneur and having a dispute resolution qualification and being passionate about this area, I thought I'm going to start a business and I'm going to call it Equal Access because I believe there needs to be fairness and there needs to be, there needs to be fairness uh, for partners as they go through the process. So half a million, was that the lawyer's fees? That would have been the lawyer's fees and the forensic accountant, yes, absolutely, which is a huge amount of money, which I should have, you know, could just pour it down the toilet, basically. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's just not necessary, it's not appropriate to be spending that amount of money on a divorce, on one divorce, it really isn't. So uh, could I just take you back a bit? So you were already a lawyer before uh, your divorce? Yes, I'm, well, I've always been an entrepreneur. My ex-husband and I had a big business in Australia, actually, uh, called Castle Hampers. We competed against Crisco and had a couple of hundred staff. So we had a big business in our 20s and sold that. And uh, my background is I was the CEO of New Zealand Gyne Cancer Foundation as my mother died of ovarian cancer. I then became the head of relationships at OI, Organic Initiative, which is a 100% organic uh, sanitary product. And then I decided to then set up Equal Access. You started Equal Access right after your divorce or did you take time to process the whole thing? What made um, you want to do it? I know, well, it, actually I, I set it up uh, about the same time that my case was settled. So tandem, really. I, I settled, uh, so my divorce, I divorced on the 31st of August, 2014. And my divorce was settled on the 3rd of October, 2019. So actually, I, I had set up the business before I had actually settled. There was a bit of, bit of time lapse there. So was it the rage that drove you to start the business? The emotional toll, you know, that it takes on everybody. 
um, is 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 really insurmountable and overwhelming. And I just it, it it's 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 such a painful thing to go through. It's the top of the stress continuum. It affects your whole life, your whole being, you know, emotionally, physically, financially. It affects you, it affects your children, it affects your wider family and your community of friends. It's very wide-reaching and it has when you go through a high conflict divorce, the negative impacts are huge. You know, I'd be ringing my father up at 1 a.m. in the morning, who lives in Melbourne, and saying to him, I just can't do this anymore, Dad. It's absolutely killing me. You know, I'm the money that I'm paying out for lawyers to write letters with no strategy and no plan. Is, there, there must be a better way and a more amicable way to do this rather than you know, predominantly getting lawyers involved. And once the letters start being written, it's all just downhill from there. Could I just take you back on the time of November 2018? So you started the business, it's already um, done and dusted. When did, how, and how did you get your first client? Do you remember? I remember my first client and um, someone had referred them to me. And I was thinking, help, you know, I've done all this training through the US as a divorce coach. And I'm like, gosh, I, you know, I'm really passionate about this and, and I really want to help other people. So I've got to really do a good job because someone's paying me. And since then, it's just taken off. I think you've got to be a certain personality type in terms of working with people who are highly emotive. So, you know, I've got a lot of empathy. I've walked on people's shoes. I'm real. I'm authentic. What you see is what you get. And a, a lot of people are really wanting someone who has been there you know clutching at the side of the the mountain about to fall off because it's just such a huge life-changing event in people's lives you know at least 50 percent of the population here in New Zealand get divorced and separated you know that's um, married in de facto less people are getting married but more are in de facto relationship. Yes, coming to my next question. So what is the demographic of clientele that you get? More women compared to men and what kind of age group are there? I would get, I would see 65 to 70% women uh, and about 30% men. Anywhere from sort of 38 to 60 is when oh. I generally see people at that time, at that age. Awesome. Uh, what kind of services do you provide? So they come as a couple or they come one one by one, or how do they do it? Well, if they're if, if they've got a high conflict scenario, I work with the individual. If they're amicable, I end up most nine times out of ten working with both of the um, ex partners together, which is fantastic. One would come and see me, and they're like, "Gosh, it's fantastic what you do." Um, I'm going to talk to my ex partner about. Let's work through this together. Obviously, lawyers do have to be involved in terms of giving some education and. Um, so they're informed about their legal rights. But then as a trained mediator, I can work through uh, an informal mediation with them in terms of their relationship property and their custody, saving them a lot of time, a lot of stress, and a lot of, um, and a lot of money. It's cost effective. So my role as a divorce coach is that I hold people's hand. I'm their thinking partner. I'm their sounding board as they go through the process, helping people make the best decisions that they can make, um, avoiding the mistakes and the pitfalls that I make. So they're able to come out of the divorce and separation process and they're able, they're in one piece and they're able to move forward positively with their new beginnings. What are the reasons, the main reasons people get divorced? For your for when your business, especially in your business, is it 
because I read somewhere it says that it's cheating. There is cheating. One of the biggest, one of the biggest um, main reasons for people getting divorced is communication issues. People give up communicating. You know that. How can you have a relationship if you're not communicating? How can you improve a relationship if you're not communicating? You know, there's a lot of instances where um, couples aren't communicating, and I'm having to be the intermediary and actually be the one that communicates. But the wonderful thing is, is that moving through this process, things become easier. There's not the tension, there's not the conflict and people end up communicating together because I do a lot of coaching as well in terms of how to communicate with your toxic ex, how to be parent best, how to co-parent, you know, in, in a really amicable way, parenting plans, you know, new beginnings. Should I stay? Should I go? If people are on the fence, helping people get organized for divorce. Um, falling out of love, people fall out of love. There's no intimacy in the relationship. There's, um, they're not in a partnership anymore. They're not ready for marriage. They're rushed into it. Addictions, domestic violence, lack of emotional support, financial issues, um, uh, loss of sense of self. A lot of people are in a relationship and it's not serving them well. So they lose their identity and they lose their purpose. Okay. Um, do you provide them with, like for those cheating spouses, do you provide PI services for them to catch? Well, well, I work with everybody involved in the divorce and separation process and including PI, but not many people at all really um, utilize those services through me. I think that predominantly women, they don't have the money to be, um, to be, finding out if, if, if he's cheating. Um, so it's not used a lot in my business. A lot of people come to me um, and they've already made the decision to separate. Okay. So there's no, um, there's any, has there been any happy endings? Like I, they've come to you for a divorce, but then you, sp you speak to them both and then they end up going back as a married yes, couple? Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And that, you know, that makes my heart sing, you know, because I'm not pro-divorce. If people can, and I say to people, you've got to um, have no regrets about leaving this relationship. You need to leave no stone unturned in making this relationship work. And if you have done all of that, and it's not working, then you need to leave each other. Yeah, I had a few, not, not loads, because people... You know, 90% of people who come to me have made the decision that they are leaving. They've had enough. You know, the, the, the terrible cycle continues or they've just fallen out of love and they decide to leave. They've decided to leave. Usually, right, the marriage has been, what, for 10, 20 years? Is it long-term marriage or are they all short-term marriages that come to you for? Predominantly long-term, you know, anywhere from sort of five years through to 35 years. So are they local, are they normal um couples or are they um, the ones that come to you are they celebrities yes I do see a lot of um, New Zealand celebrities uh, you know sporting actors um, well-known business people um, I, my target market is probably a lot of high net worth people as well um, I specialize I seem to specialize in that area so yes and I inevitably um, actually you know, New Zealand is small and I end up knowing um, a lot of people who end up coming and seeing me. But obviously, confidentiality is huge in this business. So 
um, that's very, very imperative, obviously. Um, yeah, so what about prenups? Do you think that is necessary? A lot of people do not do that because they think if they do sign a prenup, it means that they're not really in love with your spouse. Yeah, or you don't trust them. Yeah, yes. I think they're a fantastic idea, particularly in um, second marriages and second relationships because it encourages an honest pre-marriage conversation. You know, we all have to have those, people should be having those conversations before they get into a marriage a de facto relationship with someone. And, you know, what's your attitude to money? Are you a saver and a or a spender? And, um, you know, what's your financial style? All of those different areas in life, um, you know, what do you like as a parent? Do you want children? All of those areas in life, I think, need to be discussed. And absolutely, having a prenup is um, a safeguard for both parties. It also ensures fairness and, and sharing assets and separating. Um, it, um, it defines what actually is separate property, individual to you both, versus the marital, shared marital assets. It uh, makes a divorce less complicated down the track and protects you from debt, uh, and protects your children and your business. So I really think, you know, at the very least, people need to have these co difficult conversations about how is, I, how is our life going to work moving forward, and just in case, you know, have the conversation about what would it be like if we end up getting divorced? How will that look like? Actually work through that before potentially that happening in the future. All right. But what do you say for people who say, oh, if you do that, you're not really in love? Well, I think, you know, every scenario is different. But I, I you know, I, I've been married once and I would love to get married again in the future. And I certainly um, would have a prenup in place. I just think that you have got to both be completely honest with each other. Everyone's got their own opinion, but I I really believe that people need to um, ensure themselves for the future because when it comes to divorce and separation, people really have problems managing their emotions. And when it comes to divorce and separation, things go to custard uh, in relation to the money conversation. Okay. So uh, that brings me to my next question. What are some of the... You know, the, 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 the issue, the main issue, you said uh, communication just now, but what is the one thing that drags the divorce? Um, so um, that they that um, people fight about? Yeah, yeah. yeah what, all the it? time. Well, there's a whole lot of things. So um, obviously the first thing that people fight about um, is the money. The money, um, the children, they fight about appliances, equipment and tools animals, you know, email accounts, um, trivial items like plastic bags and throwaway containers, uh, wedding photos, who gets what car, food, even, you know, like if there's expensive meat like venison or truffles, people fight about that. Old furniture that needs to go to the dump, people are fight about that. Um, if something obviously is another spouse's item, so for example, someone's um, framed diploma or qualification, they fight about that, and they fight about friends too. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll just take you back a bit. Why email email accounts? That's a bit. Um... Well, because they may have had a shared email account. You know, it might be Sue and Jack. Uh, whoever at gmail.com 
and um, they, um, or it might be the so-and-so family at gmail.com. It's incredible. Old vases, uh, you know, people really, people are multi-millions of dollars and they're fighting over, uh, yeah, an old jug or something. It's incredible. It's (laughs) incredible. And friends, they don't want some people to talk to their friends after they're That's divorced. That's right. Well, who's going to, if they've got a group of friends, who's going to be friends with who, you know? Who's going to take whose side? She's more my friend than yours. It's really interesting. It's it's incredible, um, you know, the emotions and the behaviors and the actions that comes from being in a process that is highly stressful for people. People change in funny ways not funny haha but people can become really strange okay so let's talk about your business um you know this is a very um intelligent business i think and one that has got low cost barrier there's no like a barrier of entry so i could if i could take you back to 2018 right what was the your initial investment for this business uh i probably initially have put in probably a quarter of a million dollars to the business to this business Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Oh, I would have thought it was would have been um, much uh, cheaper. Like, what was the expenditure for? Was it for advertisements? Oh, oh, well, obviously getting all the business documentation that you need to have. I mean, I believe in doing things properly. Um, bringing on board a PR consultant, uh, employed a PA, because uh, I've got four children on my own, so um, 100% on my own. So I really needed someone who could give me that support. Oh, just um, a whole lot of things. Obviously, having office space, um, developing workbooks, developing the um, the programs, all of that, um, digital marketing. There is a lot of expenses that are involved um, in in setting up uh, a business. Yeah, it's you, you, it's quite you know incredible to think that that is a lot of money. But you're having to get legal advice, trademarking. All of those sort of things add up. And I think you're better to put the money in, invest the money and do it properly or don't do it at all. Alrighty, that's great um, advice. So how does your uh, business monetize? Because when I looked at your website, it has a 15-minute free consultation. Yes. And then, uh, and then followed by, how does that work? Like they walk in or is it a Zoom call now because of COVID? Um, I mean, I um, no, we're we're pretty free of COVID, COVID now. But I work with everyone on a you know people across New Zealand, so on a national basis. If they don't live in Auckland, we Zoom. Um, I get predominantly most of my referrals. I get referrals from word of mouth. If I do a great job for someone, uh, I you know referrals just keep coming, which is fantastic. So. We do initially do a 60 minute, we do the 15 minute consultation on the phone. Then we do a 60 minute discovery session where we talk about their scenario in depth. And then we make a plan for them moving forward. And then we actually have another session and we talk about what are the outcomes that you need from this, um, from this separation and divorce process over a a number of quadrants. And then we work through um, the coaching that they need, help them get organized for divorce, um, send them to lawyers or other professionals who are in the divorce and separation process that they need to be sent to. Um, and then if they're amicable, we do an informal mediation. So I work on packages. So uh, at the moment, they're 1200 a month 
uh, three grand for three months, five grand for six months. Uh, and we're looking at um, changing our packages and we're just scaling up our business model so we can expand. And that's what we're going to be doing in the next few months is, is expanding the business. So how many clients do you get in a, in a month or a walk? Oh, um, loads of loads of clients. Um, in terms of how many new clients you get or how many people do I coach a week? Uh, how many new clients, basically? Um, I think I would get um, in a month at least, you know, 20, 25 new clients a month at least. That's quite a, a large number of people, like walking in and are already set in stone about divorce. Yeah, well, I, I mean, there are people that, so inquiries, I'd, you know, there'd be people who are referred to me, let's say it's, you know, 15, 20 a month, not everyone is going to sign up with you. Um, in the first instance, people are like rubber bands, they might come back to you in a six months or a year's time. Um, so there's, there's a good conversion rate there. But um, yeah, so it just varies on the on their scenario and have they got funds available? I do have funding available for clients if they need it, but um, whether they have actually decided to separate. Some people are still on the fence. Some people want just to have a bit of education before they even think about separating. So it really fluctuates. So do they sign an NDA, like a confidential agreement with you? At the They've, got a, they've got a um, coaching agreement online coaching agreement that includes the confidentiality etc um, and obviously I have a code of ethics as a divorce coach where it is all completely confidential otherwise I wouldn't have a business mm. are you are you uh, is your business uh, does your business have a competitor in New Zealand or are you the one and only one um, there's one competitor here in New Zealand uh, but we're quite different um, styles and approaches um, I'm more transactional, you know, I'm wanting people to get the positive sustainable outcomes of their relationship property and their custody issues and the rest in terms of the, um, you know, their well-being. I focus on legal financial parenting and, uh, and well-being. So focusing on it as a whole, um, but I'm, I'm expanding the business and bringing other people on board across, across New Zealand. That's, that's going to be my focus in the next six months is bringing other people on board who have got, who are aligned with the brand, who are um, authentic and real and who are passionate about it, who have been divorced. So have walked in people's shoes and can help them through the process positively and effectively whilst also being cost effective to them. Okay. So um, coming to that, right. Um, you initially started as a one woman show. Yes, that's right. So yeah, watch the space in the next few months. <laughs> There's going to be a lot going on with, with bringing other people on board. So you started hiring um, new hires, or is it? Yes, yeah, so I'm to... just. Um, I've got someone on um, who's going to be coming on board in the next few weeks, actually, as part of the business. I've got a business coach myself, um, and meet with him regularly, and we are in the throes of because I'm at that point where I either stay as a one a one person band or I. Uh, expand the business and I'm really excited about expanding the business with being an entrepreneur and having the opportunity to do that here in New Zealand and further afield. Great so um, just back to the funding one is it the government funding that you have for people who cannot afford a divorce? Uh, government funding no there's not but that's a really good point I mean that's something that needs to be lobbied uh, with the government 
um, in terms of that. Because, you know, a lot of women that I see haven't managed the finances, aren't financially literate. And usually it's the partner that's been working, controls all the money. And when it comes to divorce, there's been hidden assets and, and the cases are dragged out and the women are left high and dry and can't fight their cases. So they give up or just take minimal of what they're offered in terms of their settlements. So what, what did you mean when you said uh, they, you have funding? Is it your oh, own funding? I, I work with external provider who can offer funding for clients um, for the divorce coaching and they charge them a very small interest rate. So oh, it's a loan. Okay, great. I work with All litigation. Right. I work with litigation funders as well, but they're dealing with the millions and millions of dollars of cases. And they take, you know, rather large chunks of someone's settlement, percentage of someone's potential settlement. So that's a different different ball game. Okay, so you're basically a one-stop center for anyone who wants to get divorced. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. I pretty much project manage people's cases, helping them get all the positive outcomes that they need, avoid all the mistakes that can be made. You know, people ring me all the time. So I'm, you know, this sounding board thinking partner, um, holding holding your hand as you go through the process because you need that. It's so, so stressful. Okay, so you have lawyers. Yes, I work with everyone. Yeah, wellness coaches, forensic accountants, child psychologists, mortgage brokers, um, divorce accountants, uh, you know, you name it. I, I work with them who work in the divorce and separation process. So I'm developing an uh, expert advisors program at the moment. Uh, what yep. is your company annual turnover? If you don't want to answer that, it's fine. Uh, just... I, I can tell you that from, um, from year one to year two, I've had a 218% increase in profits. Wow. All yeah, right, and that's just and that just keeps you know year on year the business is is growing exponentially, which is which is really exciting, and it makes me feel really blessed and honoured to be working in this space, helping people. And that is all the time that we have for today. We've just been speaking to the CEO of Equal Access, Bridget Jackson. Thank you, Bridget, for joining us today. Thank you very much for the wonderful opportunity and love to chat to you again sometime. Thank you. Awesome. And the pleasure is all ours. Be sure to join us next week when we interview another awesome entrepreneur from across the Tasman. Thank you.